Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Right hand up. Left hand up. We That's throw the up. hooks. Yeah! 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 <laughs> you throw them hooks up. Roberto, come on, Berto. Throw them up. <laughs> <laughs> it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are, making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. It's a football Friday here, and we are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. 
Ticket.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Brady, do you throw up the hooks too? Like, uh, do you, uh, when we're getting into this? Do you also, I don't uh, know what that means. What do you mean? Come on, Zach Crockett. Zach Crockett's old uh, touchdown celebration. You know, like I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, you like you throw like Gavar. Could you describe it? Like, how, what is it? Is it like antlers on the head, or like how does I, it work? I, I've already explained it to you. It's 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 actually in the circles that that those hooks are relevant to. You're being very blasphemous and disrespectful what if do you you're mean? not part of the order of men that that are called Omega Psi Phi, otherwise known as Q's, otherwise known as Q dogs. Um, you should stay away from throwing up the hooks. But I get it for Berto because he's actually a fan of the team of a guy who used to throw up hooks when he scored touchdowns. Well, two guys, Shaq and Zach Crockett. Yeah. Well, there you go. Shaq, Shaq is a Q as well. Um, so, but but you, Joe Nats, I don't I don't know why you're um, a hook thrower. I, I really don't. But I would love for you to go to a convention, a national Cukes convention, walk up in there um, for a historically black um, organization, Greek organization, and and say yeah. Hold on. And throw a up the hooks in the middle of the convention. Zach I would Cro- love to see it. Hold on. A couple of things. A Zach Crockett was on my fantasy team one year, and he okay. was outstanding. So you was throwing up right? the hooks yeah, when he was scoring you, scoring you points. But come on, man. He was short yardage. Get down to the two yard line. Give it to Zach Crockett. Throw the hooks up afterwards. Of course, right. a little post touchdown hook celebration never hurt anybody. And All also, right. if they're called Q hooks, I mean. Brady Quinn doesn't it doesn't have a pass to throw those up? I mean, come on, he's cute. I, I, I don't I don't, I don't even have a pass. Pass. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't even have a pass. Yeah, come on. Can Lee do it? So anyways, Q, the 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 hooks are that's that that's like a thing that within the 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 Greek Greek world, um they gotcha. throw them up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a way. It's a way of identification. So you you might hear somebody go, arr, 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 arr. that's a that's a cue. They might they might put one hook up. They might put two up, and you can identify one another. And I listen. I don't even want to speak like I'm an authority on it because I'm not a part of the the Greek culture. But I do know them pretty well. You know, you got yeah. you got the alphas. They they um, use their pointer uh, or excuse me their thumb and their pinky. You know, like almost like the the sign language sign of I think is that what is that love I love you or whatever I don't know but anyways that's a that's a alpha deal um, the kappas do the okay sign you know where they put the two, the pointer and the thumb together and it's like yeah okay like that that's that's a kappa deal so yeah. there's like all kinds of like different identification deals within the black uh, Greek community. So shouts out to you guys. If you're listening, we appreciate you. So I just made sure that I just gave a national audience an opportunity um, to go in and delve behind the scenes of what, what signs and um, things are for um, black Greek communities. Hey, so there you go. Shout out, man. Yep. I hear you. And, and Jonas throws it up every single time 50 cent comes on and, and he says, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it is, uh, there you go. Well, listen, uh, we, we transitioned smoothly from that yes. uh, o- over, over to this uh, okay. in the NFL. So Sean Payton obviously has made the he rounds. Throws up the hooks. Uh, it does, does he throw <laughs> up the hooks? 
Okay. Um, so Sean Payton's made the rounds, and he has talked. Uh, you know, he he was you know a little bit critical about Aaron Rodgers, and and just saying, well, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I didn't like sort of his behavior after the loss. You know, whatever the case may be. Um, he also had some things to say about another quarterback in the NFL. But let's first hear from that quarterback because Tua Tagovailoa uh, gave what I thought was a really honest uh, account of sort of what he goes through as a quarterback when he's trying to find his receivers and uh, this is what the Miami Dolphins quarterback had to say for me if I for for instance if we have a slant and we have like an over the ball player and like another player in the alley and a flat for me I can't see because I'm not the biggest guy out there so if I can't see you you can't see me I can't get you the ball Uh, and like spacing with the guys so if you can't see me, get somewhere to where you can't see me, then I can see you, then I can hit you. I mean, it's pretty honest, correct? I mean, he's not, not telling Very me. Very honest, honest, yeah. Like, I mean, and I, I think it highlights a couple things. It's one of the reasons why, you know, teams are, are they'll, they'll, you're going to have to be special if you're going to be drafted and you're not that tall. I'll just put it that way. Because you got to find throwing lanes. And even I was almost 6'4". I was like 6'3 and 7'8", whatever the hell they had in the combine. Right. Uh, but anyway, you, you've got to find windows. And it's sometimes really hard even for taller quarterbacks to find windows because your tackles are 6'6", six, 6'7", six, 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 I mean, big, big dudes. And so there's times when you're going to be blocked off between the offensive lineman in front of you and then the D tackle who's in front of him. And you've got to find passing lanes or you've got to trust. And as a, as a phrase that – um, you know, I, I forget who said this. I can't remember if it was Jim Zorner or Carl Smith, but one of them. You got to know, and you got to know, you know. You know, so you got to know, and you got to know, you know that there is not a defender sitting there when you're going to throw the football, and it's a blind throw to a receiver. And so um, that was just his way of saying, like, you can make that blind throw, but you better like know, you know. Um, but like that's the life in the NFL as a quarterback, and a, a lot of times, like the thing that. When you hear those those comments, there's probably some Dolphins fans who are like, oh, that's not good. Dude, you're throwing to spots anyway. Like, forget where the guy is because if he can't see you, okay, that's like in zone coverage if he's spotting up. But a lot of times you're throwing to a spot ahead of the receiver. And so it's, it's not even like you're throwing to him necessarily. If you can see him, you're throwing to that spot. And so it's not as big of a deal as we may make of it right now in this segment. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, listen, you have no idea where we're going to take this, but I don't honestly, I, I have no I idea where we're going to take, take this. It, it's usually like that in, in photos, you know, team photos, group photos, you know, that's, that's generally rule of thumb. So you should be easily able to apply it to being able to catch, uh, the ball, get the ball where you run your route or whatever, make sure you can see. Uh, your quarterback because you know what just like in photos if I can't see the cameraman I'm most likely not going to be in the group photo you're not going to be able to see me so make sure you get to a place where you can see the photographer because if you can't see the photographer he can't see you. Well, uh, the uh, Sean Payton, uh, he was uh, – Sean Payton actually had a, uh, a, a pretty honest uh, opinion of Tua when it came to the future of Tua, this undersized quarterback who's being very honest but seemingly gets uh, a lot of criticism over the past couple of years because his former head coach was not a believer in him. Here was the former Saints head coach making a prediction about the quarterback situation in Miami. 
I think at some point we'll see two in Miami. I think at some point, and they played well yesterday with Tua, but Teddy Bridgewater, I've had before, he's, a, he's an outstanding player. And I think that's one of the unique things this year. I counted eight teams where, where I believe we're going to see multiple quarterbacks play, not relative to injury, but just a controversy, if you will. So I, I don't understand coming off the game that he had, how there's still questions like, wouldn't you like, doesn't he get a little bit of leeway here? Like, hey, give him the year. We'll figure this out. At least we're going to know after building around him, adding some pieces, what we got in this quarterback. It feels like people are taking whatever Brian Flores' opinion are on Tua and now just applying it here and saying, well, I mean, this is a foregone conclusion. We're just going to see uh, Teddy Bridgewater at some point play because Tua is going to struggle. How the hell do we know he's going to struggle? Has he really been given a fair shot yet at year three in the league? I, that's well, what I don't understand. Uh, people tend to stop saying that. Jeez. Yeah. People, here's the thing. People, and this is how, like, I work with people who, well, he's just not the guy. I'm like, yeah, he's not Justin Herbert. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Lamar Jackson. You know, you go on down the line of guys that when they burst on the scene, you're like, oh, God. Like, that's just a different talent, right? Like, that's a guy who either can take off with his legs or he's got a big arm or whatever the case is, right? He could do all these, you know, unique, interesting arm angles. I mean, he's just, you know, he, he doesn't have those things in comparison to them. And I think that's hard right now because that's how we're basically identifying the guys who can and can't. Like, we are not giving guys who are to his size and stature any chance whatsoever. And, and, and it's hard because in, in a league like where you're talking about special talent, you know, people who just have rare size and athleticism, like, I get it. But that's the that's the that's the tough thing for him is he's always going to have to overcome the stigma of he's small he doesn't have a strong arm I mean that's what that's what people think like that's what the that's what the common man always thinks about him so he's gonna, he's just going to have to play at a high level the entire year and keep having to remind himself like every day he's got to earn it every game he's got to earn it because no one believes that he's that guy they're looking for like the next Justin Herbert Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen I mean, even right now if you go watch college football. Bryce Young is the best quarterback in college football. He's the best. But after week one, we saw this, you know, athletic phenom in Anthony Richardson have a good game. And we're like, well, maybe he'll be the number one overall pick. Or Will Levis for Kentucky beat him the next week. Maybe he'll be the number one overall quarterback drafted. Why? Because he's bigger, he's athletic, has a bigger arm. And it's like, yet you've got this kid who can play at a really high level, has won a Heisman. He'll probably be up, you know, playing for a national championship again this year. And he gets no respect. Like, that's just – that's how it is in quarterback evaluation lately. So, it's, it's tough sledding for a guy if, 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 you're not, if you're not built like Justin Herbert or Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. That's a bummer. Well, listen, I think he's going to be okay. I think Tua is going to be fine. And, uh, and who knows, maybe we'll get to see Teddy Bridgewater. It's just funny coming from Sean Payton who had an undersized quarterback and he won a Super Bowl with him. Like, uh, you, you would think that maybe he would, uh, he would understand the uh, scenario that he was put in. Well, but. he's also rooting for one of his guys, though. You know, he had Bridgewater. And, I mean, there's an element of that to it, right? Where I I don't know that anyone is is really trying to move on from Tua quick to go to Teddy because I think you have a better idea of what Teddy is. That move would have to be more like, hey, we feel like we're a playoff team. Tua's not doing it. Let's try to win some more games with Teddy and then go into the draft next year. 
It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. And we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right, so we have got a busy weekend in the world of college football. We have got boots on the ground at a place that is a very, very interesting spot to be in based on some events that took place uh, just a few days ago. We will get into all of the juicy stuff in this busy college football weekend. It's yours next here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the TireRack.com studios right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be <clears throat> it's been a while. <clears throat> Little piccolo snare. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe we can get, get some my, background vocals from Lincoln, Nebraska. You know? Yeah, if we don't get a whisper. Rainstorms take me away from the north. I've got to tell you something. This phenomenon, I had to put it in a song, and it goes like, whoa, amber is the color of your energy. Jonas. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, come on, Jonas. <laughs> I had to stop, dude. What do you mean? Every time you ruin something. I didn't do it on the lead-in. I just uh, did it man. I did it in the course. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, no, I felt... I felt this this, <laughs> Listen, this whisper behind me when I started saying it. That is a triple-layered harmony, all right? You know, it is Mexican Independence Day. Uh, they call it tres leche. All right, that is tres leche. All right, we First got three layers there. Yeah. You know, a little uh, three-layer on the uh, harmonizing there. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Why can't you? Why do you get to do background vocals, but I can't do them, Brady? I mean, the way you do them, are, it's a little creepy. It's just creepy, <laughs> man. It's just a tad bit creepy, bro. <laughs> bit much. Um, all right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio from the Tyrac.com studios. Uh, we do have a, a piece of good news and some bad news for two p- teams in the NFL. We'll get into that for you in about 10 minutes from now. Um, so, Brady Quinn, you are in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is a, an interesting spot to be in based on the news of Scott Frost firing uh, earlier this week. Um, what are you expecting to get from anybody in uh, Nebraska about the plan moving forward uh, at, at head coach or, or any sort of uh, – Is it have you been told don't ask any questions, we're not talking about it? What's been sort of the uh, edict handed down from uh, people there in Nebraska? It, it'll be discussed on Big Dune, I and mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. I think um, they're, they're going to go on a search. There's not like a quick solution to this. Now, it'll happen faster than I think it has in past years because of recruiting, and everyone's very cognizant of that. Um, but, I mean, they're going to go through – and I think it's one of the reasons, by the way, why they did it this early. Because, like, you can always question, if you fire a guy this early in the season, what's the point, you know? Like, why not just fire him before the season even gets started and start a new, you know, at the, at the beginning of the year? But I think there was some thought that they wanted to give it a shot. It didn't work. Let's move on now. And then now the question becomes, you know, do they, who do they, who do they end up kind of looking to? Because you, you went to the prodigal son and it didn't work out. 
And I think that this is the hardest pivot that any school has to make. It'd be no different than if Michigan moved on from Jim Harbaugh. It's like, where do you go when you, you have to move on from one of the guys who, you know, bled, sweat, you know, tears, all of that for you as a player and as a coach, and it doesn't work out? Like, what do you do then? And I think it's the hardest question to have to answer for a lot of these schools. So Nebraska's in that position now, and they've got to try to find someone who has a vision as to how to create what they remember back in the 90s, and if they can create that to compete for a national championship, to compete for Big Ten championships, all that stuff. Um, and and I, I think that's not going to be a, a quick process. They're, they're going to they're gonna go through a search. They're going to look at a, a number of candidates. And I think the hard thing for Nebraska is, in some cases, you know, some of these guys might be coaching. You know, some of these guys might be in the middle of a season right now. So I don't think you're going to hear a ton unless uh, something gets leaked out. Can, can I ask you guys a question? Because I was actually thinking about this a couple of days ago, just in regards to Scott Frost. Because, you know, the conversation is, well, you know, he got a nice buyout, so everything is all good there. You guys love your alma maters. Like, Brady, you are, are Notre Dame through and through. LeVar, you love Penn State. And I'm not saying this to be sarcastic. I, I was actually genuinely thinking about this. For Scott Frost, it's got to be money aside a heartbreaking conclusion to go back to where your true love is, your passion is, and then for it to not only not work, but fail miserably and almost in embarrassing fashion to where the fan base turns on you. I can't, could you guys even imagine going back and coaching at your alma mater, whether at Penn State or Notre Dame and have it end like this, but then say, well, I got paid afterwards. I, I would be completely heartbroken if I were Scott Frost hurts your legacy you know and that's that's the sad part about it I mean you look at somebody like you know Harbaugh who finally got over the hump in terms of beating Ohio State and winning a Big Ten you know crown it's it's you're you when you go back to your alma mater to coach and you're like he's a legendary figure as a player yeah and and so when you think about what he represented as a player versus what he represented as a coach, there are a lot of people that may not even remember his accolades as a player. And all they, they know is, is Scott Frost, the former player that is now the coach of the school that he used to play for, and he's being judged off the merits and the success of how he coaches. And that's kind of sad because – in his mind, he's probably thinking of every single reason as to why it didn't work out. And you would be – I would be curious to know how much of the percentage of his doing would be the reason why this team was failing. But he's going to go through a whole myriad of, of feelings. He's going to have a lot of introspection in terms of what this time represented for him because – it does go far beyond the parameters of this was my job. I was hired to do a job like, no, nah, that's your family. It's like failing at being a good family member. And you were actually fired from being able to represent your family and what it is that your endeavor is. And that, that can't be a good feeling, you know, emotionally. That's a bummer. So, so there's some is some intel in regard to some things, and it's unfortunate all this stuff comes out kind of after the fact, and that's usually how it works. But you know, there there was um, some thoughts on you know being disorganized, um, you know, as far as with the staff and everything else. 
there was a thought that they, they didn't recruit as hard as they would have liked or they felt like they needed to. Um, and that was one thing that, that Scott Frost wasn't as interested in recruiting as much. And then, you know, people had mentioned that he, he kind of looked disengaged or seemed disengaged coming into this year, knowing that he was being stripped of his play calling duties, had to make some changes on his offensive staff. That was the side of the ball that, you know, he really got the job based off of. So all those things start to come out. And I think it's difficult for any, you know, guy when you feel like you're handcuffed in a position, right? Or maybe that even your fate has already been determined. I mean, if you're taking away the thing that you feel like you do best or gives you the best chance to win is your play calling, and you don't have the ability to do that anymore, I mean, it really does – it's kind of helpless. I mean, now you're in a position where you've got to sit back and watch whatever happens and it's out of your control. Now, you could change some things here and there, but largely, like, if this staff that was brought in was encouraged by the athletic director – I mean, then, then who really has the control? Is it you or is it, you know, Mark Whipple, your offensive coordinator, or some of the other pieces you brought in? So it, it, it was a messy situation to begin the year in general. And I think anyone would, would say, if you're already starting to see the transition before, like, the transition's actually taken place, it's going to look a little messy. It's not going to look good. So I, I feel for the players, man, because they're the ones that, like, people kind of tend to write off. However, I will say this. It seems like there's a renewed interest in Nebraska in this particular game, um, just in regards to, like, you know, tickets and everything else, uh, from some of the people I spoke to around the organization – or, excuse me, around the university, they basically said, like, hey, there's a renewed interest now because we feel like we may actually finish some games and play a little better. Oh, man. (laughs) That's got to be rough if you're Scott Frost. What if they go out and they actually beat Oklahoma? That would be – that's a uh, a rough – do you think Scott Frost is rooting against Nebraska this weekend? Do you think he's rooting for Oklahoma uh, just so he doesn't look even worse than it already has there at Nebraska? Or do you think he's golfing somewhere and couldn't care less? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure he wants them to succeed and win. It's a, it's a people person business, you know. I mean, you don't you don't want to wish ill will on a lot of young men who played their hearts out for you, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I don't I don't think he's drinking beer, drinking Bush Light, and uh, and golfing somewhere. No. <laughs> by, by the way, somebody did send a picture of uh, a bottle of Bush Light they were drinking. I, I'm assuming it was uh, maybe not this early, but it, I uh, saw that. Is that with bit. white tablecloths? I mean, yeah. It looks like a, yeah, it looks like a nice venue. Yeah, fancy, uh, fancy little venue to get a bush light at. Um, so you want to hear? Uh, so, so big noon kickoff is in Lincoln f- uh, for the uh, Oklahoma Nebraska game this week. Last week they were in Austin for the great game between Alabama and Texas, and in that game, Quinn Ewers, the starting quarterback for the Texas Longhorns, was injured. He's got a shoulder issue. He's going to miss about a month, according to reports. And so there's been some some questions about. All right, so so what's the plan at quarterback? Where do you go here so Steve Sarkeesian uh, channeling his inner Nick Saban decided to respond to some of the inquiries from the media about his quarterback situation take a listen what I can clarify is all three of the guys got better this week I'm, I, I don't think it's my job to get on here and tell you guys what our game plan is going to be uh, again you guys can keep poking the bear on what I do at quarterback at the end of the day I'm not going to give you game planning decisions or how we practice there's a reason you guys don't come to practice right if I wanted you to know who took snaps I'd let you come to practice 
It's so great. There you go. It's just so great. Uh, but they're ranked now. I mean, it seemed like it was uh, everything was uh, coming up roses for uh, for Texas there. But uh, Sarkeesian uh, very annoyed with some of the media members asking him questions. So a little, little Nick Saban for you there. From Steve Do you see the, the red ass right now? Is oh, that what that big is? Time, big time red ass. Maybe orange ass, uh, you know, because of the longhorns. Puffy ass. Yeah. So uh, so who knows? They'll, they'll, uh, they're hosting um, UTSA, uh, Texas, the Roadrunners, if I'm not mistaken, of UTSA this weekend so maybe we'll uh, we'll figure it out at quarterback at that point it is two pros and a cup of joe here on fox sports radio from the tyrac.com studios we are going to get into the end of an era coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on on fsr so uh, jamal adams his season is done he went down with that quad injury early on in their monday night debut uh, for the seahawks against the broncos and now he is out for the year hit the the trade the signing it is not gone anywhere close to his plan uh, for Seattle and Jamal Adams when they made the deal because uh, he just cannot stay on the field, and it's just another issue. And now uh, he's done less than maybe a quarter into the season, and Jamal Adams is out for the rest of the year. So bummer for him on a uh, on a quad injury. Uh, and the way Pete Carroll was making it sound like it made it sound like it was significant and severe after the game, and, and they were bracing for this, and now he's done for the season there. So a big loss for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, he hasn't played a full slate for, what, four years, five yeah. years, something like that? It's been a while. I mean, it's been a long time. It, it Honestly, and especially the type of player he is, he reminds me of Bob Sanders, like a guy that just can't seem to stay healthy. But when he is in there, he's he's an impactful player. I mean, he's a difference maker. And it's sad because, you know, I, I know Jamal's a little bigger than Bob Sanders was. And Bob would, would would literally light dudes up like he was like knocking himself out. It felt like sometimes um, with, with Jamal. I mean, this is more of like a freak thing. Uh, I talk about like tearing your quad, but either way, it is very similar though as far as just the impact they have when they're healthy. But it's just hard to get him out there. I mean, literally, I, I think I don't think he's played all sixteen games or what, seventeen now for that matter. Um, for what five years, something like that. Yeah, he play, he's played twelve games uh, the past couple of years, uh, but then there's been like this, you know, issues with injuries, and then that was one of the reasons why because he wanted that new contract, and Seattle gave him the new contract, and they gave up a first round pick for him, correct? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I just I don't know, looking back on it, you just wonder uh, if this if Jamal Adams going to Seattle. And just seeing how this thing plays out, is he ever going to be healthy again? Is he ever going to get on the field and be the player he was based on all the injuries and issues that he's had? Do you guys realize Bob Sanders was a defensive player of the year at one yeah. point? I mean, he yeah. was – I mean, he's argued – I mean, he probably didn't have enough longevity to be a Hall of Famer, but he's every bit of – I mean, if you go back to that era of time, it's him and Ed, uh, Ed Reed – excuse me, Ed, Ed – uh, Man, well, well, how am I blanking on this one? Um, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Ed Reed. I got it right. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you know, and then there's the Troy Palomalus, but you're you're talking about two guys that, like, kind of started defining the, the position in a different era of time for, for the National Football League. Jamal Adams definitely possesses that type of ability, but has not solidified it. It hasn't been solidified. Has he shown that he can make big plays? Yes. Can he show? Has he shown that he can make, you know, impactful plays as a tackler, 
uh, more specifically, you know, as a pass rusher, more specifically as as a safety, a run support type of guy, 100 percent. But he he hasn't yet to define himself as that next level guy at his position. It's really based off of some some sensational plays, um, a small amount of time of uh, or small sample sizes of him doing things that could actually fall in comparison with, you know, players like a Bob Sanders. But he still has yet to do it and do it on a consistent basis, whether it be for injury or whether it's the type of team that he's playing for. He hasn't played for dominant teams. So there's always those elements, right? But this this whole idea of his injuries um, and those being the things that may, it, it seems as though it's heading quickly down the road that that may define, you know, his career. It's It's unfortunate, but, I mean, let's be clear here. Outside of him being a high-profile guy that's gotten a, a major contract, left New York the way that he did, uh, that's really a commonality in, in the league. Most guys are, are getting injured. Most guys are finding themselves in positions where they don't finish seasons or they're not able to have extended amount of time of, of greatness or success. And that's why a lot of guys that you hear about, I mean, you could go through a myriad, like, I mean, a long list of player names where you'd be like, man, that dude had the potential to be a Hall of Famer. That guy had a potential to be a perennial All-Pro. This guy had the potential to be a perennial All, you know, Pro Bowler. But one reason or another, due to injuries not being able to sustain during the course of a season, they 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 fizzle out. They go, I'm I'm on that list. I'm on that list. You know, so the idea of it is it, it is what it is. It's unfortunate for, for Jamal. I hope I hope he has a speedy recovery and is able to get back. But as of right now, you know, his career is defined by injuries and his career is actually defined right now of what he could be. You know, I won't say could have because he's not old enough yet where, you know, the book is closed on him or, you know, it's it's not possible for him to be that dominant player that, that Seattle, you know, brought him in to be. But it's I'll tell you this, I don't know that the, the window or the door of opportunity to be that player isn't closer to shut than it is open. Uh, I got a comp for you. All right. Speaking of Nebraska legends, what about Mike Brown? Remember Mike yeah, Brown? Yeah, that's that might be a better comparison because Mike pro. Brown. I mean, yeah, he was an All Pro. There. That might be a better comparison. Played for Brady, Chicago but Mike, Bears. Mike, well, but I mean, Mike Bob Brown. Sanders was an All Pro twice, and Jamal's been it three times. I mean, second team two of those times, but I mean, he's he's had a pretty darn good career. He has a big yeah. defensive player of the year, but I mean, he's played well. His, his his resume right now stacks up with Bob. I mean, and he's look, he's been healthier than Bob. I feel like it's almost an unfair comparison. Because Bob, I mean, Bob never played an entire season in his career. But his impact was different. How big was Bob Sanders? Was he? 5'8", 205. 5'8", 205. (laughs) And would just light people up? Yeah, (laughs) dude. He came in with (laughs) reckless abandon. 
Um, it is Impact a, player. By the way, no. uh, also I want to mention this. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is confident that he's going to be able to make his uh, NFL debut, or regular season NFL debut this weekend for the Giants. So he's dealing and, with that and, MCL and sprain. I got I to tell you, I, I am partial to Bob Sanders, just if it seemed as though I had a personal tie to taking that comparison a little deeper, you know, he's a he's an airy guy. So you know. he's a cathedral prep guy, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he he represents that West PA style of yeah. play, that that West PA state of mind. So I hear you. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Car- Carson yeah, Street you know. in Pittsburgh. You know, Western <laughs> he's PA. He's not from man. Pittsburgh. I know he's from Erie. PA. You know, he's from that's, Erie. That's two different places of Western PA. You know, like, don't don't go to Carson Street. He's it, from Erie. And sometimes, you know, we're talking about PA. You just split it in two. There's East and there's West. He's on the West. I don't know about no, you. No, that's different. There's a there's a different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. But, okay. But I hear you, man. Listen. PA through yeah, and through. Throw them hooks up. Yeah, I just did. Them, you know it. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio from the Tyrac.com studios. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up next, uh, we are going to get into the end of an era in the world of sports. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Uh, really uh, gutting this one through today. I got to tell you. <laughs> Lee, Lee and uh, Birdo are putting on a show uh, behind the scenes here, so you can you can figure that out. Uh, all right, coming up top of next hour. What do you mean? Uh, it's just... Just foul. Give us some more. It's, it's so bad. It really Ooh. is bad, and it's and it's it's rude, and it's cruel the way Ooh. it's happening. It's yeah, wow. <laughs> you are disgusting. Godzilla versus. Uh, King Kong. Yeah, it's bad. Um, by the way, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code 2PROS for a special offer when you sign up. That's code 2PROS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Coming up top of next hour here from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to take a look back and see how we performed uh, last night in Thursday Night Football. But uh, end of an era in the tennis world. I know it's a football Friday, but Roger Federer, 20-time Grand Slam champion, 41 years old has announced his retirement he's got one more match he's going to participate in uh, and then he gone uh, that'll be a wrap Man. on uh, Roger Federer's career great career Roger Federer Serena Williams I mean yeah. I just like all Raphael the some all time greats are transitioning out by the way I think Serena announced she's going to play in the US Open next year I, or I think I might have seen that somewhere that Serena Williams is talking about maybe giving it another go she's not completely closing the door but nonetheless like it's it's a great era for that sport that's just going by the wayside and uh, Djokovic is wayside. still playing. Yeah, it's just over. It's gone. Yeah, but you know, not by the wayside. Isn't that a negative uh, connotation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After after this group goes away, 
Anybody interested in watching some of these events? I'm just yeah. saying, but, you know, Hold it's, on, it my is man, what it is. Tiafo, who looked good in the U.S. Open uh, from the U.S. He looked yeah. great. Uh, I, I want to watch him more. Well, who's, I mean, who's the guy that yelled Kyrgios? at the, Yeah, the kid, animated. Was that the guy who yelled because they were smoking weed at the U.S. Open? I think that's yeah, the, the guy. Yeah, the one that was drunk in Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, the, the, the guy who won the U.S. Open, Alcaraz, he, that guy's a machine. But you still got the Joker. I mean, I don't know if they'll let him in the U.S. ever play if he doesn't get vaxxed, but you still got him out there. You got Nadal. I mean, it, you could go through the list, but the, the, the crazy thing about Roger Federer, and I had the chance to meet him. He's one of the nicest, most humble human beings ever talking to him. He was probably scared to death of you. No. Yeah. But Jack. he doesn't, like, sweat. Like, that dude, I mean, for, what, three and a half, four hours, they're out there playing tennis. I swear to God, I don't feel like that guy has ever sweat in his life. He may like, like he is the definition of making something that's really hard look so easy, and I think that's just a testament to like his greatness. I mean, it, you know, I don't know that I call it a golden era in tennis, but he was definitely a part of it between him, you know, Jokic and uh, and Rafael Nadal. Uh, I don't trust a guy that doesn't sweat. That's a, a steadfast rule I, I believe in. Don't yeah, trust I think he's just in that slow. good of shape, you know? Really? It seems like that. you mean you wouldn't be hydrated if you're not sweating. No, I think he's, like, so hydrated and he's in such good shape, like, just nothing comes out. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I need a good sweat to get my day started. Yeah, I mean, some people are built different, you know? Like, some, But, again, that's, you What's know. What's Roberto doing? I, <laughs> I could hear him back there. Calling I control. could, too. I did, too. Oh, you did hear that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Verna, <laughs> I don't think you realize how loud you are, man. Like, some of that stuff could come over the air. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> hey, Bruno, oh, are you going to watch God. any tennis anytime soon? Nah. <laughs> are you going to knock some balls over the net in a couple seconds or a couple minutes? My lover balls? Yeah. 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 Hey, who's yeah. Yeah. Aces. Hey, Bruno, who's the starting serve up some aces. Who's the starting quarterback for the Bengals? Burro! <laughs> <laughs> we got hour three coming up next here. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.